Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to help you stop self-sabotaging yourself in life. If you've ever thought to yourself, oh my gosh, like it isn't actually other people who are holding me back, it is me, myself, and I, I will show you exactly how to stop being your own worst enemy and finally get out of your own way. So if you're here with me today, let me show you a different way of living life that is guided by way more self-compassion and acceptance so you can finally live a life you love that is free from those self-imposed shackles. So with that being said, my friend, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends. This is Francis Fidikovic, and you are listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. Today, we're going to have a conversation about how to stop self-sabotaging yourself in life. Now, you may have noticed I have a new intro that is specifically focused on helping us stop self-sabotaging ourselves, because what I started to notice like after recording almost 400 episodes is that every episode almost relates to a way that we do self-sabotage ourselves in life. And if you're confused by exactly what do I mean, like what do I mean by self-sabotage? Like I'm going to share with you my favorite definition, and it goes like this. So self-sabotage is when people do or don't do things that block their own success or prevent them from accomplishing their goals. Now, this can happen consciously or unconsciously. And yes, like you might not even be aware that you're doing it. And the term self-sabotage is also used when this destructive behavior is directed at yourself. It's like when you destroy yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, or deliberately hinder your own success and well-being by sabotaging your own efforts to achieve your goals and dreams. And if you're thinking to yourself, like, my gosh, like that sounds like the most crappy way to live. Like, where do I start when it comes to ending this sort of crappy behavior? I'm going to show you the way. So step one is the first place and the best place to start is recognizing when you are doing it, when you're partaking in self-sabotaging behavior. Like so many of us walk around this world, we're pointing out fingers and blaming other people and outside events and influences and so forth for all of our problems without realizing that we might actually be part of the problem or it might be our mindset, but we're part of the problem. We don't see when we are the ones that are getting in our own way. Like, but what, but how, like how in the world does this happen? Why would we do this to ourselves? I'm going to share more about why this is a very normal human behavior shortly. But first, let me start by pinpointing the most common ways that we do self-sabotage ourselves. And I have a list of 35. They're the 35 most common ways we self-sabotage ourselves in life. So I want you to listen to this list while I'm reading it out to you. And note if you think that any might be negatively impacting your life. And includes experiencing fear, doubt, procrastination, conformity, failing to set appropriate boundaries in your life, not being honest with yourself, settling for good enough, avoiding failure, playing it safe, resisting change, falling prey to distractions, also consuming crap and playing it small and thinking that your past predicts your future and not having your own back. It also includes giving up, experiencing guilt and anger, perfectionism, critical self-talk, always trying to stay busy. It also includes experiencing jealousy and envy, worry, avoiding decisions, limiting beliefs, holding on to bad habits, failing to take responsibility for your life, assuming that you're always right, maintaining toxic relationships, thinking that everything needs to be so hard. Also not asking for help, expecting people to change, feeling constantly offended and caring too much what other people think and ignoring great advice. So if you listen to this list and thought to yourself, oh my gosh, like how do I actually just pick one? I feel like I do almost all of the above. Just take a deep breath and let me assure you that you are not alone. So all humans do self-sabotage themselves to some extent. And I promise you, like you aren't weird or abnormal if you find yourself falling prey to any of the above listed self-sabotaging behaviors. For many of us, this is actually our default setting and we have to do active conscious work to get over these self-sabotaging tendencies. I know that 
I definitely need to. Now, keep in mind, like you can't fix a problem if you don't know that it exists. And this is why self-awareness is always the first and most important step. You need to recognize when you're doing it, you have to recognize when it's happening and actually want to do something to change your ways before you can move on to step two. Okay, so here's step two for how to stop self-sabotaging yourself in life. After you finally admit and realize that, hey, yes, you know, I do sometimes or often get in my own way. The next step is this. You need to grant yourself lots of compassion and understand why humans are so susceptible to self-sabotage. And here are the main reasons why we do it to ourselves. Number one, like humans today are walking around with brains that have a downstairs portion often referred to as a reptilian or primitive brain. Okay, we all have it. And this primitive part of our brain likes to stay safe. And if use anything that could be considered to be uncertain or unpredictable as dangerous. Now, back in the caveman days, this natural hesitation to avoid danger and therefore like stay within our comfort zone was a great thing. Okay, kept us alive. But nowadays, this issue of stepping outside your comfort zone is rarely life-threatening, nor is it considered to be a dangerous event. Sure, like it's going to feel really uncomfortable and stretching yourself is required to achieve our goals. And therein almost lies a dilemma. Okay, you have to step outside your comfort zone to achieve your goals but our primitive brain doesn't want us to do that. Now, in addition to the primitive part of our brain, we're also influenced by our upbringing and physical environment. This is all my like part two of why we self-sabotage ourselves. Many of us walk into our adulthood with our heavy backpack filled with limiting beliefs that do not serve to help us succeed at all. Now, we think these limiting beliefs are the truth, but they are definitely not the truth, okay? It's just one way of looking at life. And if you were to vocalize, like or verbally share with other people your limiting belief, there's a good chance that, you know, most people would say, you know, well, that that's not true for me. Okay. That doesn't work for me. That's not the way that I view life. They're really understanding that your limiting beliefs are really personal to you and that they impact the way that you show up in life is an important point to make. And the problem here is that we don't often think to challenge our assumptions, challenge our limiting beliefs, and nor do we often consider that there might just be a better way to live life. And this is probably like the quickest, most simple way of me explaining to you why so many of us grow up to become adults who self-sabotage ourselves and remember what those two main reasons are you've got that primitive part of your brain that's always there like that you have to fight every single day like using your rational more intelligent part of your brain and in addition to that you've got your own limiting beliefs that impact like the way that you see yourself the way that you see others the way that you see the world and the way that you see your potential now i could probably speak for hours about those two things but just in a nutshell all that you really need to understand in this step is that yes like self-sabotage is normal it happens and you can overcome it I want to share that with you in step three, how to do so. But you can't get to that step or I won't let you get to that step until you understand that in addition to knowing that self-sabotage is normal, you need to be willing to embrace lots of self-love and compassion for yourself. Okay. This is what you've got to get on board with before we move on to explaining exactly how to overcome it. Because I promise you nothing good will ever come out of constantly hating yourself or harshly or unfairly criticizing all your efforts or negatively judging your decisions and actions or simply being plain mean to yourself, plain rude to yourself. In other words, you can't hate yourself into a life you love. And I feel like I need to repeat that. You cannot hate yourself into a life you love. Knowing that self-sabotage is normal and knowing that you have a primitive part of your brain that's going to potentially like stuff you up in life a bit 
And knowing that you are going to walk into adulthood with those limiting beliefs, take a deep breath and just stop for a moment and give yourself a little bit of love and self-compassion. And I have a really fun exercise that I encourage you to try. Do it as soon as you can. Like if you're out and about right now, like as soon as you get home, do this exercise. And the exercise is pretty simple. Like all you need to do is go and find a cute little photo of yourself when you were probably between the ages of one to five. Okay, so find that photo of yourself and notice how cute and innocent you looked at that age. Like you looked so gorgeous so sweet, right? Back then you had the world at your feet and your potential was truly limitless. Okay. Not that it isn't now, but really back at that age, like it's almost like the world, your whole life is a blank canvas. Now stop and think for a moment about the impact that harsh words have on young kids. Okay. If you've got young kids around you, you know, they pay attention closely to what you are saying to them. And if you tell a child, you know, they're stupid or they're a waste of space, they're going to assume that they, you know, are stupid and are waste of space because they believe that the adults in life know them best and they believe that the adults in life are right. Now you might grow up and discover, you know, like that person had no idea, but at that age, like they take it on board. They do believe you. Now I want you to reflect on the fact, like go back and have a look at that photo. That little person in that photo is still you, just a younger version of you. Okay. It's still you. And from here on, like when I speak about self-love and compassion, I want you to pay close attention to the words that you say to yourself on a daily basis. And if you wouldn't say them to a random child that's walking in the street or someone that you love, someone in your family, or you wouldn't say it to the younger version of yourself in that photo, quite simply, do not say those words to yourself. Please do not say those words to yourself. These words, like this inner self-talk, is just another form of self-sabotage. And I've already shared with you why every human in this world is susceptible to self-sabotage to various degrees. And you probably noticed that that list did not include anything that said you self-sabotage yourself because you aren't worthy and deserving of success. Or I didn't say anything like you self-sabotage yourself because you don't have enough smarts or self-control or motivation or discipline or desire or determination. No. Like you simply self-sabotage yourself because you are a human with a human brain who's had experiences in life that might have exacerbated a few or many of the normal self-sabotaging tendencies that we have as normal human beings. So before you even begin to think about how to minimize or halt any of these self-sabotaging behaviors, stop, take a deep breath and know that you will need to be kind to yourself or this won't work. Okay. You need to be kind and you need to show yourself lots of self-compassion. This is a necessary key and foundation to all of your future success. And if you're wondering, well, what does that even mean? Like, what does it mean to be kind and compassionate to yourself? Well, I'm going to share you with you just a quick short list. Being kind and compassionate to yourself looks like giving yourself the benefit of a doubt, liking and trusting yourself and acting as if this is true. Also allowing yourself to be perfectly imperfect, okay, with that perfectly imperfect human brain that we have, giving yourself the space and grace to fail, learn and evolve along the way. Okay. And we're all going to fail definitely along the way and make lots of mistakes and also supporting yourself when you need any of the following, when you need help, when you need rest, when you need more patience, when you need more time and understanding and just a little slack as well. In other words, like be kind to yourself looks much like how you would treat the other humans in your life that you like, whether it's your favorite family members or your friends, like if you're nice to them, be nice to yourself. And if you're struggling with this step, you know, showing kindness and love to yourself. Here are some helpful thoughts just to keep in mind. You can think to yourself, well, I'm new at this, but I'm willing to learn and practice. I can see how being kind to myself is potentially better than hating myself. Okay. Is that true? Yes. And I also deserve my own love and acceptance, and I'm open to doing things differently. And once you've opened yourself up to this idea 
of being kinder and more compassionate to yourself. It's time to move on to the third step of how to stop self-sabotaging yourself. And you guys know that I like to keep these episodes short and sweet. So if you want to know the final two steps for how to stop self-sabotaging yourself in life, listen to part two of this episode. I can't wait to catch you over there. Until then, take care, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidikovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Francis Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.